The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Chugga, chugga, choo-choo! Hopefully you're ready. It's Saturday, July 8th, 2023, and this is the train wreck episode. Uh, It started off that way. Where was the goddamn (laughs) cowbell? There we go. This week we look to redeem ourselves from exactly one year ago when we had the shortest show in podcast history. This week we dig into all things aging, including whether you should, what you should, and why you may want to age cigars. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, as well as the top 10 educational podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world, cigar radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you can catch this train wreck on demand on our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right. We have a couple of cigars here. This cigar, I believe, Barry, is in the Cigar Authority care package. It's put up by HVC. What are we smoking? Yeah, we uh, bought the remaining of the Ciro. These are no longer available once they're sold out. It's the HVC Ciro, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by HVC Cigars. The size is a 6x54 Toro featuring a Nicaraguan Corojo 99 wrapper over Nicaraguan binders and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single is $8.99, while a five-pack is $39.99, which comes out to only $8 per cigar. Even though it's a savings of $5, it's still 10% off at twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that has them left, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. For Corojo 99. Is that authentic? That is not. Ah. No, that's a derivative. But for Corojo 99, this is what I would say is a flawless wrapper for that seed strain. Uh, the roller certainly did a great job of stretching the wrapper. You got a beautiful sheen to it. Almost seamless. The wrapper itself is too thick to be completely seamless. So when you see the, the line, you can trace that barber pull all the way down to the foot. Uh, it's very, very small and thin. They did a great job of working the wrapper. But uh, the only way you can get seamless, seamless is if you have a very, very thin wrapper. Um, can we pause there for a minute? Sure. Why should I care whether the wrapper is seamless? It's just a sign of, uh, of good construction. All right. Well, Ted Hughes wants to see you and Barry get on a seesaw. I'm game. Well, it would depend on which one of us got on first <laughs> as to whether or not You'd the other one got launched. on quickly. All <laughs> uh, right. We're going to cut our cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by the fine folks at Perdomo Cigars. Take a drink. Perdomo is the brand, take another drink, that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I gotta show up to the show one day with like a flask in my back pocket. Yeah. And just take 
drinks every time he does it. Why wouldn't you? This would would have been the perfect opportunity. Yeah, I think I'll do it next week. All right. Make sure it's not your lotion flask. Yes. <laughs> I would say in order, and this is people get on me a little bit about being a Perdomo fanboy, but I'm going to give you three manufacturers that in order have helped me with my questions about cigars. Nick Perdomo being number one, he answers my emails every time I send them to him, almost in real time. Can, can I guess some more? Sure. Uh, Skip Martin. Absolutely on the list. Uh, Steve Saka has been helpful to you all. Steve Saka is the other one. Mm-hmm. So, um, do sweet tip cigars age as well? Mo- <laughs> most of <laughs> they my crystallize. Most of my cigar knowledge from Skip has come from me fucking up and him reaching out and saying, "Okay, you fucked up. This is the truth." So the after show will be another opportunity. Oh, the after show is going to be glorious. Uh, Skip wrote uh, on Facebook, and I have a copy of it. I know I'm not on Facebook, but. A little birdie gave me a copy of uh, of the writings, and we're going to read that and discuss it. And I know how much people love to hear me read, so I'm getting better. Though I've been I've been reading a couple of books that were written in the 30s and 40s, and the language is different, so I, I'm becoming more adept at uh, just regular words. So I have to give credit to Whiskey Miser because he nailed the cold drawer in its Trisket crackers. A Trisket, a Trisket. Um, Jonathan, That's pretty good. This is for. You could taste the crisscross. This on is the for Trisket. whiskey miser. We're going to light our cigar today <laughs> with the Monarch by Lotus. Uh, this features a flip top that doubles as a cigar rest. You have four jets that come alive when you press the button down. Those jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank at the bottom. You've got easy adjustment and a flip out bullet punch, all for the low price of thirty nine. 99. That is the Monarch by Lotus. 39.99. What a value, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk today about aging cigars, and I'd like people to consider, it, we're not really necessarily talking about aging as much as maybe thinking in terms of maturing. And what would the difference be between aging and maturing? They really both mean the same thing when it comes to foods and cigars, but not, if you not with people though, aging and maturing are very different. They are different, um, but if you think in terms of maturing with certain cigar brands, and it's happening a lot in Nicaragua right now, mm-hmm. still, where production is being rushed. I was having a conversation with the chef about a specific brand that'll remain nameless. <clears throat> when we get the first the first order from them, the cigars aren't very good. But if we wait, because we buy about three months worth of product from this company, at the end of the run, the cigars are fantastic. So Chef has tried this brand mm-hmm. a few times, and he's tried them closer to the beginning of the buying cycle, and he just smoked one at the end, and he said, wow, this is really good, yeah. especially for the price. So that cigar came to us, and it hadn't reached its maturity And I think it may be helpful as we go through this to think in terms of it's not aging because aging is a scary topic for cigar smokers. Uh, You know, you maybe someone gave you a gift of an aged cigar and and it's a little bit of a holy grail for you. To be able to do the process is really as simple as allowing the time to happen for Mm -hmm. that cigar to come into its own and mature and get those tobaccos to melt together. Um, Chatroom wants to know when you read a book at home, 
Do you use your finger to follow along? <laughs> Don't you fucking assholes <laughs> laugh at that. Yes, I do. All right. Uh, so the concept of aging comes predominantly out of aging certain foods. And aging is a way of, in a lot of ways, reducing moisture. Like cheese. Like cheese. And as you reduce the moisture, you concentrate the flavors. So one of the things that happens when you age something like a cheese or a wine is you get enhanced flavor development. It allows the flavors to come together and intensify, resulting in a more complex and rich taste. See, I just read that with no finger. Yeah. Granted, I got it on 18-point font <laughs> and uh, big spaces. Stevie Wonder could read that. You also end up with improved textures for certain foods. Cheeses, meats, they develop a smoother and more tender texture through aging or maturing. Uh, you get increased aroma because the, uh, it intensifies and refines those aromas of foods, drinks, making them more aromatic and enticing. You also get a reduction of harshness or sharpness of flavors. Some foods or drinks, such as wine, spirits, they become more mellow and they smooth out over time as a result of aging and maturing. I, I've got another question. Sure. Um, if I take some food product very high in lectins <laughs> and I age that for a period of time, does it reduce the lectin content? In the, you're making me jump ahead of my notes here a little <laughs> really? bit. So I'm going to repeat myself. All right. But in the case of kimchi, yeah. Uh, kimchi typically is spicy, and the spice is derived from a nightshade hot pepper, mm. and there's a variety of them. And yes, through aging and through the bacteria that forms in the kimchi as it matures, uh -huh. the lectin content drops down to near zero. I didn't expect that answer. Well, I did my, I did my research. I, some, and I do did. appreciate you trying to throw me a curveball <laughs> and, and keep them coming. Uh, preservation is another part of... The maturing process in aging, aging can act as a natural method of preserving foods, allowing them to be enjoyed over an extended period of time. Uh, there are enzymatic changes, that's for food and cigars. It'll, uh, aging will trigger the enzymatic reactions that break down complex compounds, resulting in better digestion, not so much for cigars, and absorption of nutrients. But it will, in the case of cigars, those changes reduce things like ammonia and the nitrates that are naturally found in the leaf. And we'll get into that a little deeper later on in the show. Jonathan, Whiskey Miser was wondering, uh, what's the internal temperature of pork? <laughs> uh, I don't know what the recommended amount is, uh -huh. but I take it to 170 now. Oh, yeah, you don't have to go that high. I go that high. All right, good for it, you. My pork is well done now. I haven't had pork other than bacon since the incident. Uh, concentration of flavors. Moisture evaporates during aging, and flavors become more concentrated, leading to a more intense taste experience. So the cigar that we're going to smoke in the second hour um, is going to have more concentrated flavors. You can see that the band wiggles as I go to move it, and some of the bands yeah. in the box Fell off. had slid right off mm -hmm. because I lost enough moisture content to shrink the body of the cigar, which is going to concentrate the flavors. So Water you tailored it. I cigar tailored, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, development of unique characteristics. Aging can add distinct qualities to certain foods, drinks, and tobaccos, making them stand out and possess unique flavors and aroma traits. Uh, in the case of foods, you can get in Increased nutritional value. Some foods like fermented products at Sullivan 
can become more nutritious through aging as beneficial bacteria develop and enhance nutrient ability as well as the reduction or elimination of known plant toxins such as lectins. Now, the, it, how that ties into cigars is the same thing. When the cigar is made, and I'll use a piece of paper here, and they book the tobacco, they fermented the leaves so that the pores can release the ammonia and the nitrates. But when you book the tobacco, you make bends in the tobacco, on those breaks, now you've opened up the stem structure. And the stem structure has those same components sealed inside mm. that now leach into the body of the cigar. So through aging, you can degas that chamber and get a much smoother smoking experience because if you've ever smoked a cigar that tasted high in ammonia, it's not pleasant. It stings the back of your throat. You're, you get a little tongue bite happening. Not pleasant. And as we know, you like to degas the chamber. Appreciation <laughs> of tradition is my number 10. Uh, aging certain foods or drinks is often a part of tradition in culinary practices as well as cigars, allowing us to connect with cultural heritage and history or sharing something that you've aged over a period of time with a friend. Uh, when someone hands you a cigar that they've aged for a long time, it is a special gift that you will not only savor, but will remember. You will want to return the favor. And this is what today's episode is going to be, is teaching you how to be able to return that favor. Uh, and number 11, I added this kind of a, at the last minute. Uh, women become freakier and more willing to do some of the fringe type shit uh, on their second or third time around. Huh. So that's another benefit of, of maturing and aging over time. Uh, not all foods or drink or cigars necessarily benefit from aging, and the effects can vary depending on the specific items and the conditions under which they are aged or matured. Just because it's old doesn't mean it's good. And with that, it's time to Ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Thanks, Ed Sullivan. It's time to Ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Premium. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. And Casey writes, hey guys, I recently ordered and received a box of Camacho Connecticut box press cigars in the tube from you. I'm always happy when my cigars arrive and your service is excellent. But when this box arrived, I realized I've never bought cigars in a tube before and I don't know how to store them. I always keep the cellophane on the cigars in my humidor, but what about when they're in the tube? So my question to you guys is simple. How do I cigar store cigars that come in a tube, in the tube or out? Thanks, boys. Casey in Montana. Out. Out or at the very least. Take the cap, cap off. off it. So those have a flip cap. And what I would say, and I, if I'm not mistaken, Camacho cellophanes their cigars in the tube yep. for double protection. protection. Now, this is going to be in your humidor. I would take the cigar out of the tube initially, take the cellophane off, and put the cigar back in the tube. You either need the cellophane on the cigar or the tube around the cigar so that when you're digging in or someone else is digging into your humidor, the wrapper is protected, especially on a Connecticut shade cigar, especially on one that is box pressed. That wrapper is going to be extremely delicate. 
But if you leave the foot open, you put the, the head in first and the foot's open, the cigar is going to degas like normal, uh, provided the tube is open. So yeah, that's I, what I would do. I generally take them out, put them in the humidor, and keep a couple of the tubes in case I want to travel somewhere with them. Well, you're also antisocial, and most people <laughs> don't go to your house. No, they don't. And the Camacho tubes are frustrating. It's like the cigars are 50 ring gauge, and the tube is 50.1 ring gauge. Like sometimes it's a struggle to get those cigars out of the tube, which is why I think they double protecting them. Could be. Or that could be why it's difficult to get them out because the tubes were made not intending for cellophane and it was added after. Uh, so some things improve with age besides women. Uh, number one, cheese. Aging and maturing cheeses allows for those developments of complex flavors and textures that we discussed before, making it more delicious and enjoyable. Also, certain wines, such as red wines, can improve flavor and complexity with age as they undergo chemical changes during the aging process. Chateau Lafitte Rothschild, for example, is typically matured for 18 to 24 months in virgin French oak barrels before it is bottled and released. However, it is important to note that the aging process continues in the bottle, and Chateau Lafitte Rothschild is known for its ability to age gracefully for several decades, often improving in flavor and complexity with time. And that French oak is, because we're going to get into aging, I learned the process of dry boxing and um, dry cycling from Nelson Alfonso. The one time that I had a chance to try Chateau Lafitte Rothschild, uh, I was in Nelson's presence, and he saw the bottle and stood up and said, I know everything there is to know about the wood this wine is matured in. And he went on to talk about the different flavor characteristics and notes that you get when you mature something so in French he oak. He just talked about wood? He did. He's a fucking wood freak. As much <laughs> as he knows about tobacco and aging and all that, he's a freak about wood. He gets very excited about it. Does he get wood? He does get wood. Um, so he uses that French, the virgin French oak to mature in the final cycle for the Alfonso and the Byron 1850. So those have four years in cedar and then one year finished in the virgin French oak. Now, have you tried to acquire any of this virgin oak? I have not. I think you should. You I mean, would... shouldn't you take it to the next level with your experimentation? I mean, I probably should. Yeah. But how do I know? That it's virgin? I mean, I mean, it's hard to find. Virgin. It's a board, so it's probably virgin. It hasn't right. been in contact with cigars before or wine. So, uh, talk to Sammy. He may know where to find the virgins. He may. Many whiskey connoisseurs believe that aging whiskey in oak barrels, uh, virgin or second use, with the first use being often sherry, uh, enhances its flavor and smoothness, resulting in a more refined drink. Also, balsamic vinegar. As that ages, it becomes thicker, sweeter, more flavorful, making it sought-after ingredient for gourmet cooking. How do you feel about putting well-aged balsamic on fruit? I'm a fan. Right. You know, if you put, if you have strawberries, and you probably already know this, if, <laughs> chef, if you take strawberries and you take the green thing off and you put just a couple of drops of high-end balsamic vinegar on them and stir it up so that you get a little coating with the schmuckus mm -hmm. all in there. Yeah. It is the most strawberry tasting strawberry you've ever had, right? All Chef right. is nodding his head. Yeah. Dry aging prosciutto develops a richer, 
More intense flavor as it loses moisture, resulting in a delicious and savory cured meat. Kimchi. Fermented kimchi becomes more flavorful and tangy as it ages, allowing the complex flavors to develop and intensify as well as the reduction of lectins. Uh, Dark chocolate. It will improve its taste. Steak. Who doesn't love a dry-aged steak? Uh, I'm not a huge fan. Really? It gets a funk to it. All right, but if you take it out 12 days, what's the harm? On any menu, I'm never ordering the dry-aged. Do you dry brine your steaks? Uh, No. I do. Really? Well, I find that the reduction of the moisture content on the outside helps build a better crust. Mm. I'd like to bring up that every time Dave and I talk about food, you rip into us. And so far, <laughs> all we've done is talk about food. Well, here's the thing, Barry. Knowing that Dave wasn't going to be here and knowing your desire to discuss things about food, I front end loaded with all this food shit and you ain't saying shit. I'm trying to stay awake. Moving along. <laughs> Beer. Certain beer styles, such as barley wine and imperial stouts, will improve with aging and maturing. Uh, The flavors will mellow and develop over time, resulting in a smoother, more complex brew. There's a reoccurring theme here. Uh, As well as aging cigars, it is a process involving storing them in a controlled environment for an extended period of time, typically several months to several years. And there are a few reasons why someone would choose to age cigars, which we will get into shortly. So what do we have for flavor notes on on our cigar? The HVC Zero. A lot of cedar. Heavy cedar. A little bit of earth on the finish. Probably one of the milder HVCs out there. I would say. Fresh Cheerios. There's a little... Fresh? Yeah, there's a... Virgin Right out of the box. There's a little bit of that kind of oat flour kind of taste to it. I'm not going to disagree with you on the cedar, but as another note, a little bit of that oat. Do you, do you think it's the aroma? Like you open up that bag and s- stick your schnout in there and take a a big inhale on those Cheerios? It could be, but I also think the one of the predominant flavors that this is clearly made by the folks at Aganorsa because it has that Aganorsa flavor. You could taste that Criollo flavor. Uh, 98 and the Cor- Corojo 99 mm-hmm. uh, as the two predominant flavors, a little sweet, a little salty, mm-hmm. that balance. I mean, they only work with the two tobaccos, so when you kind of get used to the flavor, you start to recognize that right away. It is surprisingly mild for an HVC, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's lower primings of the standard Aganorsa ingredients, but... I mean, Dave would probably say it's a 7 but I'm going to say four. it's like a three or four. Yeah, yeah. it's in that three, four range. Now, the, that could also be because it's a Toro. And Aganorsa, somewhere around the five-inch mark is where they'll build in tips, which is breaking off the ends of the tobacco leaf and working them into specific spots in the cigar to create the blend and create a little ebb and flow when it comes to flavor. So we're smoking a six-inch cigar. We're going to smoke through that for about an inch to get to the five-inch mark. That should be the first appearance of that boost of flavor from the tips. It'll get a little spicier, a little more aggressive. Then it'll subside, and then right around the halfway mark from that five-inch mark, so with two inches remaining, just about where the band is, there'll be another little boost of flavor uh, if they made this like they make most of their stuff, uh, and that has to do with breaking those tips off and working them back into the blend. 
Barry, he keeps saying tips. Doesn't count if it's just a tip. <laughs> Makes me think of steak tips, which are delicious. Aged or not aged? Um, marinated. So some age yep. on it. Brine. They have to sure. be marinated. Oh, yeah, they do. We're going to take a break. <laughs> We're smoking a uh, new cigar with minimal age from the factory. What happens when you lay a cigar down for months or even years? Do you dip your toes into the water of aging cigars? Is there more than one way to skin a cat when it comes to aging cigars? This and much more when we return. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. 
Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hi everyone, this is Rainier Lorenzo from HVC Cigar Company and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back, we're smoking the HVC Ciro Toro and we're powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company featuring West Tampa Black, White and Red West Tampa Cigars, passion with a purpose. I just hit the five-inch mark, I can tell because, (laughs) boom, explosion (laughs) of flavor. The tips have ignited, and this is the payoff. This is why you're smoking this cigar is right here. This is the sweet spot. Did you hear that, Barry? Right at the five-inch mark. Yeah, he took the five inches. Yep. I I heard it. (laughs) Two of you are children. (laughs) Why would you age cigars? Aren't they ready to smoke from your local brick and mortar? They are. Sometimes. Generally. Yeah. Uh, Especially during... Not if your brick and mortar carries Cubans. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Especially as we're we're coming out of this uh, pandemic and sort of in the, the middle of last year. So this time last year, uh, I noticed the quality of the product hitting the market flavor-wise had dropped, and it was because manufacturers were rushing to keep up with demand. Mm -hmm. So you you make hay when the sun shines. People are smoking cigars like the Dickens. We as retailers had noticed that the sales were starting to taper off a little bit, but the manufacturers were a year behind. So they were rushing production. So So now it's a good time. Because they've got stuff with more age on it. We're coming into that because the orders have slowed down. So cigars are improving at the brick and mortar. But you can still get some uh, additional benefits out of buying a box. And I would say buy two boxes, one to age and one to smoke, which we know Chef does when uh, certain limited editions Mm -hmm. come out. He buys a box to smoke because he loves it. And he buys a box to smoke for next year when the limited edition comes out again. Uh, In most cases, like red wine, cigars are ready to consume right from the store and can deliver a very enjoyable experience. However, if you take the time to fully mature them to their flavor peak, their enjoyment can be taken to another level. Uh, With respect to flavor development, aging allows the natural oils and flavors within the tobacco leaves to mellow and blend together, resulting in a more complex and refined flavor. The process of fermentation continues during aging, which can enhance the overall flavor profile of the cigar. Now, you know, in Barry world, an aged cigar is something over one week since purchase. It's something that makes it past the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Smoothness and balance. 
Fresh rolled cigars have not been given the time they need to degas and often have bitter, sharp flavors due to the presence of certain ammonias, nitrates, and other compounds. Would some people call that the sick period? They do call that the sick period. Aging can often soften the tannins and other potentially rough elements in the tobacco leaves, resulting in a smoother and more balanced smoking experience. Uh, yeah, the, the sick period is a roughly 90 days. Mm-hmm. And in speaking with some reps... Uh, and I can't, I'm not going to mention manufacturers' names, but some of them admitted to me that 30 days after the cigar was rolled, it was shipped in hopes that the It'd container get would tie, get tied, tied up, up for 60 <laughs> days in the port. And uh, sometimes it did, and the cigars would come in fine, and sometimes it didn't, and they'd come in very young, especially in the case of you're doing an event with somebody, and they've got to get product to you, so they airship it. That cigar was rolled 30 days ago. Yep. So- it's it's a little right. rough. It's it's not that it isn't smokable. It's smokable. But you get to the halfway mark and the tannins and the ammonia and those nitrates build up and it just coats your mouth and it, yeah. you end up being one and done on the cigar. Now you take that cigar out another three months, it's a different yeah. animal. Yeah. Well, that's why a lot of people make mistakes. They'll, they'll only give a cigar one chance. And then if they don't like it, they'll never go back to it again. You've got to at least buy three of them. And if you don't like it the first time, wait at least a couple of weeks and then try it again. 100% true. And you do that except you leave it in the store's humidor and go get yes. another one in a couple of weeks. Yes. But that's another, you, you can develop a relationship with your tobacconist. So Chef and I had that conversation this morning where he said, what's smoking good right now? That's a question he asked me a lot. So when I'm walking around the store, looking for what I'm smoking. Yeah, I stick to my flavor profile mostly unless something's new, but I'm looking for what is smoking really well right now so that when someone like Chef asks, I can tell them because the same brand today may taste different tomorrow when that new box gets put in. It could be part of a new production. Which I'll be curious. We'll use uh, Aganorsa Leaf as an example. I have no problems throwing out names. The Rare Leaf Reserve, the new Maduro version, if you follow Terrence Riley on Facebook... He was validating them from back in January, and they didn't ship till May. So I'll be curious when the second batch comes out, were they sitting around for the extra five months before they shipped, or would they go right to the factory right what out? What do you mean he was validating? When, when, Smoking? Yes, he calls it validating cigars. And for five months, he kept validating it, validating it, and then, all right, it's time to ship these. Validation series? Validation. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) You know what? I'm okay with it today because that's 10 seconds. I don't have to talk. Uh, Infusion of certain kinds of cedar, oak, and other woods. If stored properly and in close enough proximity, cigars can take on the characteristics of certain woods like cedar and oak. To really make this happen, (coughs) to really make this happen well, you need to complete you need to have complete control over the storage environment. You need a humidor. Not all cigars or tobacco varietals react well with all woods. Taste is subjective, so be prepared to fail if you decide to jump into the aging game when it comes to cedars and oaks. Most full-flavored Nicaraguan and Honduran cigars do very well with cedar if you need a jumping-off point. I'm saying that because you've got guys like Zeno Davidoff who created not only the desktop humidor, but the humidor for the store, being able to climate control the cigars. 
and he believed that his cigars made by Hendrik Kellner at Tabadon in the Dominican Republic were perfect as they were and did not want the infusion of any cedar, Mm. oak. So he used neutral woods. You got poplar that's neutral. You've got ash that's neutral that don't get, you're not going to use pine. Pine is not neutral. So you go, you can have a humidor made out of neutral woods or you can seal the humidor and then you control the proximity to the wood flavors based on the box you store the cigars in. So I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. The Black Friday 2021 that we're going to smoke in the second hour, I used an Aladino Corojo Reserve box. I bought the 50 count cab. I had Mm -hmm. 10 cigars to smoke and I had 20 in each box. So at the end of one year, I opened up the first box and smoked it and it was good. It was so good. I thought, you know what? This could use a little more. So I let the second box go two years and these are the first three cigars coming out of that second box that we're going to smoke in the second hour. And we're going to see what that cedar flavor imparted on the flavor of the cigar. Back in the olden days, this is probably way back before you were born, humidors were actually lined with tin. I did not know that. Yes, they were. And <clears throat> to humidify them, it was more like pipe world. They'd use clay humidification. Makes sense because clay is very absorbent and that would hold moisture and the tin would not allow for any interaction with the tobacco and the wood. Right. That would be sealed. That's not bad. They they, they were thinking. Back in the olden days. You also have evaporation of excess moisture in transit over the journey from the factory to the store or from the mail order department to you. The cigars can absorb excess moisture, which can negatively affect the burn and overall smoking experience. Aging cigars, aging allows the cigars to slowly lose this moisture, ensuring a better burn and draw, which brings us to the proper climate. I believe that low 60s, and it doesn't matter, you you can pick your preference. I prefer 60. My unit kicks on at 58% and kicks off at 60%. I find that the cigars that I smoke perform the best at this humidity. I have friends that smoke similar cigars to what I smoke, and they like 62. Fine. Other friends that like 65, fine. Stay away from 70. 65 is about the max. Anywhere between 55 and 65, and you're going to be okay. And finally, you have rarity and collectability. Certain cigars, especially those made with high-quality tobacco, or limited edition releases can increase in value and desirability when aged. Aging adds a level of collectability and exclusivity to these cigars. Small production runs, annual releases, one-time runs on a special size, and event-only cigars are all cigars that would be worthy of getting a lot of and holding on to for an extended period of time. Um, Jonathan? Yes. I just checked my humidor at home. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was running at uh, 61.8% humidity. Should I be concerned about that 0.2%? You should not. All right. Thank you. Nope. Uh, and I can tell you I don't have mine hooked up to Bluetooth. I could. I don't because I don't care that much. It's no. not – there are no emergencies when it comes to aging cigars. Mm-hmm. I do write the dates on the bottom, and I'm going to – just in a minute, I'm going to get into dry box cycling, but I write the age on the bottom of the box – And for about a certain amount of time, it stays out of the humidification. And for about a certain amount of time, it goes in. It can be extra days. It can be extra weeks. That part doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. 
as long as I'm getting the cigars to dry out and exhaust and rehumidify and absorb right. cedar. And that's the first time I've checked it in probably four months. Really what I use it for is notifications. So if it gets above 68%, I get a notification. Perfect. For humidity and then temperature. To- and being in a 68% environment for a short amount of time is not bad. You're not going to no. develop mold. You're not going to have draw problems. You just go easy with it and just slowly make your changes and try to dial it in into the low 60s as best you can. So there's three types of aging. You have passive aging which is simply keeping the cigars in a humidified and climate-controlled space between 60 and 70 degrees Fahrenheit and 55 to 65% relative humidity. This can be done with singles or boxes, and with singles you'll find you have much less damage over time if you leave the cellophane on or, as we discussed in the Ask the Dawn, if it comes in a tube, take the cellophane off, put it back in the tube, and leave the end of the tube open. What about cellophane on the box? Always take that off. You should always take that off if you're aging. Um, with boxes, you want those suckers to breathe. So remove the outside clear packaging and keep the box closed and let time do its thing. So passive aging is just as simple as you get the box, you put it in your humidor in the back, you forget about it. You got your date that you bought it on it, or I'm a fan of putting the receipt on, taping the receipt on that has all the date that I purchased it. And it goes in the back for the stuff on passive aging that I'm either, uh, never going to smoke, or I'm not going to smoke for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through the dry box cycling. Uh, then you have dry boxing. Dry boxing is a method of taking cigars that you know need more time to degas. Jonathan, and, is a dry box a bad thing? Well, it depends on which box you're talking about. Oh, right. <laughs> so Just trying to get me in the weeds over here. Uh, if you, so you know the cigar needs more time to degas, you take the box take the cellophane off the outside and you just rest that on the top of the humidor for a few weeks and then place it in the humidor for a couple of weeks. And that should allow the cigar enough time to degas. And you can certainly smoke a single here and there and see if it's ready. And these are cigars that you're not looking to age. Maybe you didn't spend a lot for them. And these are your daily drivers, but that you bought them and you notice, uh, you know what, there's a little too much ammonia. There's a little sting in the back of the throat and you want to get rid of that. You just you can dry box it for a right. couple of weeks now, or, or a month. This is where coolers have somewhat of a weakness. Mm-hmm. You really have to be opening them to allow some air exchange. You know, sure. a good wooden humidor naturally has some of that. So, and, and I know we have some people in the audience. I'm not going to mention anyone's name, um, but they are fans of the cooler doors, and that there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. But for long term aging. You do have to, you've got to burp them is yep. what that's called. So you've got to open them up and, and let that air exchange happen. Uh, when it comes to dry boxing, it can just sit on top. The time to really be able to do it is late fall all the way to early spring where in New England anyways, we've got dry air. If you live in the mm-hmm. Midwest, it's naturally dry all year round unless it's the rainy season. So you, you have that window of opportunity right. to be able to let that um, let those gases that you don't want get out of the cigar. Yeah, th- this time of year for us, it's challenging to keep the humidity down. Mm. You know, last few weeks, we've been running at 85 to 90% humidity, which is a little high for cigars. And even with the sun shining, the humidity stayed high because as it evaporates mm-hmm. out of our lawns, yep. it's just sitting in a, in a cloud ab- above us. 
So at this period of time, I am very careful when I open the humidor because I don't want that 80, 90% humidity going in. There's no way to get it out once it goes in and settles in the wood. And that's where you get problems. So I will only open my humidor in first thing in the morning when it's cooler in the house and the humidity is a little lower, especially if I've been able to run the AC all night. That'll keep the humidity manageable. It keeps it manageable. It may not be perfect, but again, the goal isn't perfection. The goal is you're thinking long-term and you're thinking about maturing a product. So it's going to have some ebbs and flows in moisture content and that's okay. Now we have active aging, which is a way of speeding up the process of aging over the course of a year or two. It's a lot of work and does require detailed notes and a willingness to experiment. And this is the dry boxing protocol that I've talked about in other shows, and I'll go over it again now. Did you say a lot of work? It is a lot of work. I'm out. Yeah, me too. It's fine. It's not for everybody. So we all know I like Aladino Corojo Reserve. No. I like the way that the cedar interacts with that tobacco. And so in having Nelson Alfonso (laughs) smoke one of those cigars, you were a fucking piece of shit. Uh, In having him (laughs) smoke one of those cigars, he said, this cigar is very good. I would give it a 90 out of 100. Wow. He said, it is stored in a cedar box. Mm -hmm. And I said, it is. And I said, well, what would make it 100? And he said, what you need to do is take the cellophane off the outside of a box, put it on top of your humidor for two months. Let it dry out. Then put the cigar box in your humidor for one month. Let it rehydrate. And you do that four more times. And if you do that for one year, you are essentially putting the equivalent of five years of age on that cigar. Now, doing that for two years does not give you 10 years of age. It gives you more cedar. Your benefits drop off dramatically after about the third cycle. But- the goal was to do it for a year. I did it for a year. The cigars went from, I already like them, to, holy shit, I'm coveting this box of cigars and grateful that I had other boxes that were going through that dry bike box cycling. I now have seven or eight boxes that are going through that process. So I have those cigars on hand to smoke. And one of them, I took out to two years. That was the mistake. Hmm. Two years is too much cedar for that cigar. So, and then you got sad. I didn't get sad. I still smoked them. All they right. were fine, but they went, they went back below 90. It was, it was less enjoyable at the two-year mark. So that's why I'm encouraging people, if you're going to get into aging, you need to have a control box that you're going to smoke out of periodically, and you do the same thing to both boxes, right. and you check the cigar at the three-month but mark. If See, more, more power to you for doing this, but for me, the hardest thing about a cigar should be cutting it or picking out what to drink with it. Like, to me, sitting here and aging something for a year takes away from the enjoyment of what the cigar is supposed to be. Well, but that's because you're an alcoholic and, and you need and, everything to happen right now. And if the manufacturer now. wanted that to be, it would be done on their side. It's like taking something a chef cooked and asking for a whole bunch of spices that he chose not to use. Hmm. I look at it as an insult. I look at it like if I ordered something and... It was too salty, and that's just how the dish comes. If I asked for a little lemon juice to cut the salt or put a little unsalted butter on it to add a, some fat to cut mm. the salt, I don't look at it as insulting the chef. The, the dish went outside of my preference. Right, so I, I prefer a different restaurant or a different line of cigars. I prefer to smoke 
aged cigars when possible. Mm. That's like just I my said, preference. More power to you. And if somebody out there is looking to, into getting into the aging game, you can pick up an inexpensive box of cigars. Uh, JFR Lunatic is 150 bucks. You get 28 cigars. You can smoke that cigar from your second box for a $300 investment. You've got one box to test, and you'll have 40 cigars at the end of all your testing and aging for one year, and you'll thank me for it. It's an inexpensive way to kind of get into it. I don't know if I'll thank you. No, nah, I'll take your word on it, but I'm not going to try it. But you've got cigars that have been sitting in your humidor for a while that you go to once in a while. I know you have your favorites, but there's some in there that you're like, oh, hey, I remember this. Here's the problem. In the 90s, I aged a lot of cigars. I had to because mm-hmm. I smoked a lot of Cubans in that time frame. <clears throat> I got a lot of 50 cabinets of Partagas Shorts. I wouldn't touch them. I'd leave them for a couple of years. Then I'd open it and smoke through the whole box in no time at all. Because they are significantly better. Right. But I have no self-control. But don't you, you don't have anything in the humidor that you just were like, oh, you know what? I'm tired of smoking this three years ago. And then, oh, here it is. Let me yeah, see. Let me revisit this. It's not this. as much as uh, an experiment. It's more like I forgot they were there. Right. And Which it can be a happy a happy coincidence. Yeah. yeah, I gave you what what does that one have on it now? Twenty five years, yeah, I yeah. think. You gave me two it. of them. I smoked one and the other one I'll smoke when you die. Exactly. All right. It is time for the poll question of the week brought to you by the folks at Victor Sinclair Cigars. And we were in the final four this week for the best commercial on the Cigar Authority podcast. I almost sent you the results, forgetting that you sent them to me so you know them <laughs> because i have to send you the winner so i'm like oh i gotta remember this i have to remember to send this and i i set it off to the side for the whole show you can watch the show the paper's right next to me and at the end i'm like such an idiot he has the results he sent them to me and I, you already knew the winner and i'm more i was worried about what to do with this like usually i cut it off at 12 o'clock on friday but one of these were tied and i had to keep it open longer really and thankfully, the tie was broken, but it was like, if it's tied, how the hell do we break the tie? Hmm. Uh, but Jose Dominguez went up against Padron, and as expected, Jose Dominguez won with just over 81% of the vote. And then Aladino and Asylum went up against each other. And in the 25th hour, Aladino edged out Asylum by Ooh. a single vote, which will put the jingles against each other in the finals. The jingles. Mm-hmm. The jingles. All right. So uh, next week we have uh, Dave returning to the show. Uh, it'll be the PCA trade show recap uh, where uh, he'll give us the skinny. And I'm hoping that he shares all. Sometimes he doesn't. He keeps some stuff. Can a fat guy give the, the skinny? <laughs> <clears throat> and I just want to put it out there. I, I no longer identify as fat. I am trans slender. Which meme did you steal that from? Uh, Sean Rogers. <laughs> uh, the following week, we have the cigar brand Graveyard. Uh, following after that, we have the inflation boost sales on private label cigars. And then packaging and rebranding cigars. Followed by August 12th, we've got Rocky Patel uh, live on the show. And we'll be smoking the Edge 20th anniversary. Do you think Rocky will decide he should advertise on this show? 
<laughs> yeah, he did ask if he said that as he was yeah. walking up to the we stage. Advertise. We should advertise on this. Yeah, you do, buddy. <laughs> you already do. All right. Final thoughts here on the HVC Cero Toro. It's good, but you could tell this was a early blend attempt creation of Rainier in his career. It it doesn't have the complexity that the newer HVC stuff has. Uh, it's pretty much straightforward. Um, there's some saltiness. There's some cedar. Um, it's more traditional than what I've come to appreciate about his brand. Yeah, fair amount of salt. Yeah, especially at the halfway point. Mm. It's very, you know, I don't know if you put it in our head with the food too salty. No, it's this it, has gotten the, salty. The um, I think it's the Corona ninety nine that presents that mm. sort of salty, spicy component, and then the Criollo ninety eight has a little more sweetness. It might be the other way around, but one of them is sweet, one of them is salty, um, and that creates an interesting and balanced blend. All right, we're going to take a break and uh, look at that, Dave. I know you're listening on the airplane home. 53 minutes for the first hour. Come on. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Don't break your arm patting yourself on the back just yet. When we come back, when we come back, not me, when we, we. come back. <laughs> me, we. Can you age your cigars for too long? Yes. Isn't more time automatically better? No. How many cigars do you need to have on hand to keep track of the aging process? Seven. We kick it up another <laughs> notch in the next hour, and we're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99. And you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers.
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused, while the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so. They can't compete. At least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars uses authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on United Podcast Network, the best and only podcast for cigars in the world. It's not the only cigar podcast in the world. There is those other broke-ass hoes out there. Oh, yeah. 
Cigar Pulpit, guys. Well, there's also the number two cigar podcast, I, I The Ash Hole. That's true. I also want to put it out there, and, and I mean zero disrespect by this. So oh, He's boy. about to be disrespectful. But that kazoo reminds me of Baby James singing uh, Old MacDonald on Dave's <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> Sammy B., I know you're listening. Uh, I'd like you to respond. Send all cards, letters, comments, and punches in the direction of Barry Stein. Uh, Jonathan, no, not me. you're fully unaware of this, but Dave pre-recorded a message for you. Oh, God. <laughs> to play in the second hour. Are you ready for I'm it? I'm ready. The butt plug I thought was good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Did he wear it on the flight or after he landed? <laughs> We're talking about aging cigars and how it can be used to improve your smoking experience. We're powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and now red West Tampa cigars. Passion with a purpose. Welcome back, everybody. Cigar number two, I painstakingly aged for two full years in a cedar box. No, it was not a virgin cedar box because that box had cigars in it before. Was it a dry box? I did do the dry box cycling, yeah. and I've done that for two years. Whoa. This, uh, is Harry, the, yep, this is the HVC Black Friday 2021, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by HVC Cigars. The size is 4 and 3 eighths by 54, and it features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binders and fillers, a single's nine sixty nine, and a box of fifty is four twenty seven ninety nine, which comes out to just eight fifty six per cigar. That's a savings of fifty seven dollars or twelve percent off on twoguyscigars.com. and we still have them in stock when your brick and mortar does it. So head on over to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. We bought unusually heavy for this production, and also we bought. We placed the order for the number, I believe, before we got the final price. Mm. The price was substantially higher than other Black Which Friday editions. Makes sense. So for it the did. Broadleaf. You got two things going on. You've got a bit of an over order based on its popularity, and it sold well. Mm. But also the price kind of artificially and slowed down the normal the sales. Fifty fifty count box. box becomes over five hundred. But yeah. the what the thing I'll say is. We already did the aging for you on these. Yeah. These have two years of age. It is and not a virgin cedar box. They no. are in cellophane, but this was a passive they aged cigar. Improved significantly. They certainly did. And I think I, I cheated because uh, I grabbed one of these myself last night. I just was curious. I couldn't yeah. wait uh, and smoked it down past the band. I thought it was great. Um Bingo says that he's been more entertained listening to his elderly mother talk about her day. It's time to cut our cigars. <laughs> the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. All right, so just on the cold drawer, there's a huge difference. There's vanilla cream and a shit ton of cedar. I, there is a metric shit yeah. ton of cedar on that. And when you say cedar, there is a the more prevalent the cedar aroma is on a cold draw, mm -hmm. often it gets confused with a black pepper sensation. It's right. more of a sensation than necessarily a flavor. You could smell the cedar on the foot heavily. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
when you go to taste it in your mouth, often, I know myself, I've mistaken the cedar for black pepper. And then someone else says, no, that's cedar. And then you take a cold draw again and you're like, all right, I understand what that is. But that 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 is a, a sensation more than a flavor. See, I, think. I, I don't see it because for me, the, this, the taste of cedar is very, very sweet. And black pepper obviously is the opposite. You know, oddly, what I'm not getting from this... Thank you for that 10 seconds. Yeah, it's seconds. not in there. It's not. And you're not getting the other one either. Uh, if you haven't had your t- got your tickets yet to the New England Cigar Expo, we still have some tickets available. Uh, a two-day pass is going to get you access to the cigar dinner on day one, along with 18 premium cigars, music, comedy. Premium. And someone is going to win an 800-pound cow, along with a freezer to store it in, uh, 16 cubic feet. Day two has with it another, an additional 20 premium cigars. Uh, it's an all-day event on day two with a meet and greet, and you smoke cigars with the biggest names in the cigar industry. You can watch the Cigar Authority live right there. Uh, we're also fe- featuring micro-wrestling. There'll be a food truck pavilion, a cash bar, and lots of surprises, special cigars, and cigar deals. A two-day pass is three ninety-five. dollars uh, Reserve tables of 10 which is $3,950. But if you reserve a table of 10, you get to sit with all your buddies. Huh. So if you've got people that are kicking the tires, get those triggers pulled and let's get that on the books. So, and we sold this uh, a nice amount of two-day tickets this week. So yeah. there's really, there's not a lot left. Um, Jonathan, you say it's a pavilion. It's not a pavilion. It's a pavilion. All right. Yeah, I apologize for not having the mispronunciations on this week's show. Um a uh, one-day pass is Saturday only. That is, you're going to get 20 premium cigars, the meet and greet, watching the Cigar Authority live. You'll have the micro-wrestling, the food truck pavilion, uh, the cash bar, and all the surprises and special cigars that go along with day two. But a two-day pass is really the way to go. You end up with 38 cigars the, the very second you walk in the door and are checked in. Uh, you get you your money fi- back. Do you have to finish them at the event? You do not. Right. No. No. And, and if you did finish them there'll be cigars available for sale nice at the event all right where are we're we? gonna light the cigar we're gonna I light hope the cigar. We, we're gonna Barry, light the cigar today seems like you already did yeah it. i couldn't wait we're gonna light the cigar today with the monarch by lotus featuring a flip top that features a cigar rest you got four jets fueled by the patented vertigo big ass tank at the bottom a flip out bullet punch and easy adjustment wheel all for the low price of 39 99, that is the Monarch by Lotus. Oh, I wanted to give a shout-out, too. Southern Alabama. Colin is in the audience. He drove all the way up here. Uh, he has no life whatsoever. None. He came up here just for us. He's not He's not <laughs> traveling New England with his wife for three weeks mm-hmm. and just making this a stop-off. He came here just for us. Just for the and, day. I'm so sorry, and Colin. And he'll be able to tell all his friends he saw a train wreck. Well, uh, given that he came here for us, he probably could tell both of his friends. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right, you guys talk amongst yourselves for a second while I get my cigar lit. Um, So that heavy dominant cedar that was on the cold drawer and the aroma, I'm not getting as much once we lit it up. Are you you getting any buttery flavor? Yes, I am. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. 
Chat room says it's, you should get your money back. It's like the uh, yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, who doesn't love a good train wreck, right? <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. Oh, peanut butter and jelly. That's what I get on the uh, the initial light. The essence of peanut butter and jelly. You make the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's on a, a, a lightly colored a wheat bread. You cut the crust off, and then you play that shit like a harmonica. And that essence that's coming in and out, a little bready, a little peanut buttery, and it's grape jelly. Did you put some crack in yours? <laughs> uh, Whiskey ch- wants to know if it's chunky or smooth. I think you know me well enough to know it's smooth. Smooth. Uh, boxes versus the bundles. Chunky bothers his boyfriend the next day. Does it matter? <laughs> it's important to note that although all cigars can benefit at least somewhat from aging. Uh, the better and older the tobacco used is, the more maturation one can gain f- after putting the cigars down for a while. The optimal aging time can vary on the specific cigar and personal preference. So experimentation and experience are the key in determining the ideal aging period for each individual and the cigar they are attempting to improve. Many people, including myself, buy two boxes at the same time of the same cigar so they can take test samples out of the first box, leaving the second box intact until peak flavor combustion and aroma have been achieved now there are some bundle brands you may look at bundles and say well it's just a cheap bundle and there's no possibility for being able to make an improvement that's not necessarily true you've got um, fuller bodied bundles out there perdomo has his fresco Uh, you've got dos ombre that we have the honduran maduro certainly could benefit from some aging Uh, leaf by oscar Uh, maybe not the connecticut that one's I mean, it's pretty mellow and pretty mild, but you get into the Corojo and the Maduro and Ed's favorite, the Sumatra. Uh, you can lay those down for a few months and see some dramatic improvement. And Buffalo 10 is another one. Mm. Inexpensive bundle. And you could take that out three, six months of some passive aging. You don't have to go crazy. And you're going to make that cigar into something better than what it was when you bought it at the store. Yeah, let's be clear though. It's not going to aging won't turn a bad cigar into a great cigar. No. It may turn a bad cigar into a smokable cigar. It'll make something that is a little perhaps rough around the edges more palatable. But there is something to be said for guys like myself and for Barry and for you we smoke a lot of cigars and Barry and I are not in the same financial situation that you are at Sullivan and even you stick to that $10 price point. I do. You smoke a lot of cigars during the day. So for myself, I can get into more cigars smoked at home for less money and have them be better mm. by just laying them down for a little while. Cody wants to know if uh, if he ages this episode, will it get better? <laughs> Man, you guys are quick with the fucking jokes, huh? Not one of you motherfuckers can sit up here and do this. Not one. You're welcome to do it. Colin, if you want to talk shit, you can come right up here. I'll get you a chair. Uh, there is a such thing as aging for too long. So a cigar can go what's called past its prime. Uh, and that happens the most often with very mild cigars. You age them out past 10 years and they become a little bit airy is a nice way of putting it. Uh, too long in cedar or oak. And for myself, I mentioned Corojo Reserve, two years. 
it, it is the absolute maximum amount of cedar flavor that I could mm-hmm. tolerate. And it was tolerable, but it was not as good as taking that cigar out for one year. Whereas I smoked a Padron Torpedo Maduro at the 15-year mark, 15, celebrating its 15th year on the market. Dave had the original box signed by all the Padrones. He cracked it open and gifted me one, and I smoked it. And that was sensational, which made me think, is there a difference between Nicaraguan cedar and Honduran cedar? So I wrote this article that's six pages long. I'm kidding. Um, Jonathan, this is just in. They're playing this for the prisoners in Guantanamo Bay. Great. Great. Uh, Keep coming with the jokes. Keep coming. It's great. Uh, That's great. There is no difference, it turns out. The cedar species that is grown in Honduras and that is grown in um, Nicaragua are the same species. They, mm-hmm. they, they're, they're all the same. So, But again, soil differences. But also, you think in terms of Padron reuses their boxes. They call tag uh, the boxes and true. we send them back. So they, those cigar boxes can be used up to five or six times before they've lost their uh, cedar essence. Maybe Padron sands down the inside a little bit and scuffs them up and you can get a little more use out of it. But Padron cedar doesn't seem as cedary as the Corojo Reserve cedar, for example, or uh, Bandolero's cedar boxes. Those are a little more prevalent in the Mm -hmm. cedar aroma. Um, I've had 20-year-old full-bodied cigars that still have plenty of flavor and strength. And I've also smoked 10-year-old mild cigars that have gone long past their peak. So a good rule of thumb is fuller-bodied cigars can withstand aging for longer. And milder cigars, you, you want to get, again, you buy those two boxes. You want to get to tasting them. Uh, my experience has been that cheaper uh, brands, such as bundle brands, peak in their flavor after about 90 days of aging. Uh, that's about as good as you can get. And there's no real benefit to holding them on to onto them any longer. Uh, it's nearly impossible to taste much change at that point. The same goes for very mild cigars. Once they degas for 90 to 180 days, the major change in flavor has happened. And you can hold on to them as long as you want, but you're not going to notice an improvement in how they taste. And with that, that's all the reading I have. That's it? That's it. <laughs> So It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our good friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane... 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> a 17 year old soccer player from England named Toby was working out at a gym when he was staring straight ahead where a woman was doing squats. Hmm. The woman approached the man and began to berate him for staring and being creepy. Did she have a dry box with her? <laughs> Despite trying she to. She was lifting, her box was moist. <laughs> Despite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Despite Toby trying to explain that he was blind, showing his cane to prove it to the woman, the gym did not believe him and escorted him, revoking his membership. I guess he didn't see what the problem was, but to his defense, the woman had an ass that made a blind person stop and stare. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. 
and you should look up Bill Burr versus the Blind Heckler on YouTube. It makes mm. this even funnier. Uh, we got the after show uh, that we record after the show. It's a podcast that comes out on Wednesdays. And this week, we are going to review a post by Skip Martin where he does all but berate the entire cigar industry for their uh, restrictive stories. Where they ta- their stories they tell about restricting the amount of cigars a cigar roller mm. makes so that they can charge more money. Um, it's an interesting read. Spoiler so, alert, more reading. Mm-hmm. I will be reading that, and I will be reading it well. And are you going to be careful about what you say so Skip doesn't have to call up and yell at you? I, I don't mind being yelled at. It's, he didn't really yell. No. I think he was just it was, disappointed. It, it was one of those things like when your parents say <laughs> I'm really disappointed. disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did, I did issue an apology for my malfeasance. <laughs> My favorite thing that came out of that was the term slapdick. Yeah. So <laughs> he said I was uh, I made some slapdick comments. Yeah, you sure did. So All right, it's time for the confessional brought to you by the fine folks at All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And the following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Anonymous writes, Dear Cigar Authority, I have many sins to confess, but alas, your two-hour show isn't enough time for my absolution. It has been nearly 20 years since my last confession, and in that time, I continue to sin daily. I'm writing today to confess one of my more egregious. I'm an everyday smoker. Not as many as Ed Sullivan, but probably three to seven daily. Many people, many people know me in several local stores as I frequent them often. I have a large humidor at home filled with approximately 1,200 cigars. I prefer medium and full-bodied cigars, black coffee, straight whiskey, and rare steak. I drive a pickup truck. I own a machine gun, and I have a freezer full of game birds and waterfowl I've harvested. I suppose I'm a man's man. Now for my confession. There is a local brick and mortar which over the years has been in steady decline. No one in the local scene buys there. I do. I buy flavored and sweet tip cigars there, not for my overnight female companions that wish to try a cigar. No, no, it's for me. Hmm. Mr. Three full-bodied cigars per day. Why? Because I like them, yet despite the fact I believe I'm secure in my masculinity and sexuality, I cannot admit that I, from time to time, in fact, do enjoy a flavored cigar. These cigars are not my sin. My deceit is. Uh Uh-huh. That's pretty bad. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, jeez. You're an animal. For your penance, you must buy and smoke one full box of All Saints cigars this week. I don't think All Saints has a flavored cigar. 
I don't you, believe they do. You can always age it in coffee beans. They do have uh, some full-bodied, full-flavored <clears throat> cigars, though. They do indeed. So you could grab yourself a dedication Ooh. and light that up and have yourself a party and <laughs> purge yourself of these malfeasance. Party? <clears throat> you know, Jonathan, I don't know if this is the right time to bring it up, but... Your mental illness is starting to infringe on my life. <laughs> I would say this is the perfect time to bring that up. <laughs> is it? Um, yeah, we're running early, so which, <laughs> go for it. First, you have to say which mental illness are you talking about? There's a long list. There's a couple. Couple Is specific. it my uh, weight problem? That one, uh, the whole um, Hannibal Lectin thing the is lectins, a problem. The okay. That's the one. As I had a dream this week. You weren't in it. Thank God. However, somebody in the dream told me that I shouldn't eat peanuts. They're bad for you. Well, they are. Well, yeah, and you had said that on the show last week. But then later in the episode, there's this creepy motherfucker who looked like the Crypt Keeper, and he just kept saying, peanuts are poisonous. Peanuts are poisonous. It was like a nightmare of lectins. You know what I did? Wake up. Uh, Yeah, and I had some peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) I learned nothing from that. Not that you learned nothing. You just, you know, you tried to wash away your sorrows with uh, lectin-filled legumes. No, absolutely nothing. I'm 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 nothing. So speaking of I forgot. That doesn't stop on its own. No. (laughs) The the second thing, and this goes back a ways, people may remember you sharing or oversharing something with us, and this ad popped up on my Facebook feed. I think it's because of you. This it says hair removal cream on my nuts. Yup, no hair crew. So I think this one is made specifically for your nuts, and you won't end up with bleeding balls if you were to buy this. <laughs> Thank you. I'd rather have bleeding balls than listen to this episode a second time. <laughs> this is uh, made by No Hair Crew, which may be an offshoot of Motley Crew. All right, so we're smoking the HBC Black Friday 2021, featuring a broad leaf wrapper. Do you want me to... Take the picture down? Would you please? (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, It's been aged for two years in an uh, Aladino Corojo Reserve box, which is made of cedar. Uh, What are we getting for flavor notes on the HVC Black Friday 2021? So we we still have the HVC Black Black Friday 2021 in the warehouse. We didn't do the dry box aging on them. They've just aged naturally in the What are you guys, lazy over there? Yeah. Yeah. Way better than what I'm smoking right now. That, for me, this is wet earth. Ooh. It's just, it doesn't have the depth and character that I'm used to Black Friday having. It's made it milder, which for some people that might say it's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, there's too much wet earth I'm getting on this. I'm not huh. getting any wet earth. Still getting that peanut butter and jelly essence. Um, and I think that that is coming from the broadleaf. And one thing that I noticed 
with the dry box cycling on this is the combustion line tightened up considerably since the last time I smoked it, which was two weeks ago. Um, the combustion line still a little rough on the, the others. It still burns well and it still draws well, but the additional aging and dry box cycling allowed that wrapper to really come into its own and burn really, really well. I think. Now, in this complex aging process, you didn't actually use any peanut butter or jelly. I can neither confirm nor deny. Of course I didn't. No additives. No additives. Just cedar. Just? Cedar, thyme, and dryness. You didn't store them in wet earth? No. 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 All right. I think we can take a break now. I don't know. When we come back... We do have a prize to give away. We've got a classic three-way, and if there's time, I put together a list of ten things that you just didn't know about the cast here on the Cigar Authority. Uh, uh, (laughs) If we have time. If we don't have time, we're not going with it. I'll save it for another show. But if we have time, we're going to let the cat out of the bag. Mm -hmm. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well... 
What you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and we're smoking the HVC Black Friday 2021, powered by West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red, West Tampa Cigars, Passion with a Purpose. Chat room's calling for more commercials. Well, you're not getting it. <laughs> Commercials are done. Our friends at Perdomo just announced the 30th anniversary is debuting today at the trade show. Oh, I wish I had known I should play this. 30-count boxes ranging from 12 to $14. Box-pressed, Connecticut, sun-grown, and Maduro. I had a, an argument with somebody that will remain nameless. Um, they may or may not work for the company. Was it me? No. Uh, and the argument was, will Perdomo come out with the 30th anniversary at the $30 price point? And I oh. said, absolutely not. That is way outside of the playbook that Nick Perdomo lives his life by. His cigars are affordable and at a very reasonable price. I know, but Whiskey Miser says box pressed. Boo. Hey, some people don't dig on the box press. I've never considered it. I don't, I don't have a preference. Most cigars are in the round, but when I get a box press one, I don't care. As long as it's made well, it draws well, burns well, it huh. tastes good. You want to guess how, how old the tobacco is in the 30th anniversary? Would it 40 be years. 30 years old? 15 years. Well, hmm. It's halfway there. All right. Um, did I miss anything when it comes to aging? You guys both are anti-aging, so I'm asking the wrong people. I don't, I'm not anti, it's just not something I'm going to spend time on. You know, what if I die before I smoke them? Well, then I'll smoke the one you gave me. Yeah. Or if I have any that Am I still aged? in the will for the... What do you want, all the junk I have lying around? Yeah, all the cigars, and I want that humidor. Uh, if you got somebody that's more worthy that smokes cigars, give it to him. But if not, I'm your guy. All right. Well, Chef's getting all the guns. He can have the guns. Yeah. I'll take the cannolis. I don't want the guns. I want the cigars, and I want the, that humidor. All right. <clears throat> All right. It's time to um, give away a prize. The uh, This week's best email of the week is brought to you by the folks at Romeo and Julieta. Uh, this week, it's a new prize pack, and hidden in this pack 
There may be some lotion. It's in the we got pen. A, we got a pen. We've got a lighter. We have a not. A, it's not an ashtray. It's a personal ashtray, which makes me think it's considerably smaller than it's depicted in the picture. Yes. Because if it isn't, that's a huge fucking lighter, and that pen's <laughs> going to take two hands. And you also have a Romeo and Juliet a baseball cap, for all a- for the low price of submitting an email through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. And- Dot com. You know, hat versus pen. That's got to be for a pinhead, right? <laughs> Image not to scale. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it doesn't say it, doesn't it, say it this time. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Tony the Swede writes, Hey, Mr. J, and also my favorite member of the Cigar Authority. Finally, a podcast I'm looking forward to with some serious information. Huh. I'm myself experimenting with box aging. I've bought a couple of boxes of cigars that I've got just over a year on now, and I'm hoping for some great results. Looking forward to your ideas about this, and hopefully I will learn more to secure a good outcome. Do tell. Stay lit. Signed, Tony. Also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, we have Charles writing, Dave, have you ever thought of doing two care packages? Hmm. One for the first cigar and one for the second cigar. You could still do the prime for those that don't want to do both subscriptions. Maybe the care package, prime, and two guys exclusive. Just a thought. I know Dave is gone next week, so maybe this is a week early. I already know Barry will be a no due to doubling his workload. He doesn't. Well, no, double the workload of the guys in the factory, in the factory, in the warehouse. (laughs) And a lot of times, the second cigar we smoke is something that just came out. We can't procure a thousand of them. Hmm. You, you got to w- with a podcast like this, you've got to be able to be flexible. So, when a principal owner of a company shows up unannounced, they're on a tour, whatever. Maybe there's no event booked, but they're here. You want to be able to take advantage of it. So, you've got to leave that second cigar open to be able to smoke their cigar and maybe the care package moves to the second hour and you have them on the first hour. So you just have to have that level of flexibility. Right. N- not that that isn't a great idea, but it is not as practical as it seems on on paper. Well, and the second cigar, if you read the postcard that comes in the care package, there's a way you can add it to your following care package with no shipping charges. So you can create your own second cigar care package as a tag-along. Well, does Jonathan have a thousand of these in case people order them? No, I'm down to twenty-two. Twenty-two, approximately. Out of fifty, yeah. Following message submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and Levi writes, clearing the chamber. Hey guys. <laughs> quick one on some cigar tech I don't hear you talk much about. I think standard advice. If you have to let a cigar go out, it is to clear the chamber by blowing the wrong way through the cigar. Are there any other times that you do this? Having been experimenting with slowing down the heat and wash out of flavors on heavier bodied cigars by clearing the chamber occasionally, once I'm past the halfway mark, and especially on the last third, or maybe I'm a total quack, Mr. Jonathan will know. Uh, it's actually you know quackery. Well, it's it's actually a great point, and it is something, especially in the final third, that I do frequently because you do get a buildup of tar and some off flavors often on the last third. So you can push those tars and you can push those off flavors back toward the burning end 
by giving a couple of push blows through it, uh, especially over a flame, and you can burn some of those particulates off. That's a good. Uh, that's right. a good email. What, what was the first one again? The first one was Tony the Swede. Uh, saying that he's looking forward to today's show, which is, puts him out for you guys in the chat room, apparently. Yeah. And Tony the Swede, I don't know if he's in the U.S. and can even get the prize. Huh. Yeah, that matters he... little to me. Well, it should mm. matter somewhat. It doesn't at no. all. Um, so we know I who I voted for. to say it, but I, I think the others were kind of weak. Mm. I, I'm going to have to go with number three. I really was hoping for anything where me and Barry yep. could outvote you, but it's just not there. Nope. Emails were a little slow this week because of the 4th of July, I believe. So, Well, yeah, I guess that's why we got the Swede in there. That's why we got him in there. All right, moving along. It's time for the classic three-way brought to you by... How is it time already? Yeah, it's one thirty-five. Somebody's going to end the show early. Well, no, he, he has that savior thing with 10 whatevers nobody cares about. No. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, someone if he can find it. <laughs> Are we bringing up for the third person? We're not. All right. Huh. They are not. Head to head. No, you're going to be surprised. You're going to be surprised. All guys. right, pre-recorded Dave's guesses. And it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Well, All right. <clears throat> Scooter's disappointed. He said he was looking forward to Brad stepping in. <laughs> <laughs> He has a lot of names, that Brett. Uh, so the way it's going to work this week is Dave has the answers written down on sealed sticky notes. Sealed. They've been stapled together. They were stapled to the paper, inside the paper. They are unread by me. Staples could easily be removed and put back. I don't know you if I trust you. are welcome to inspect that. There are no secondary holes. <laughs> it has been unfettered. I feel better. Does it meet your approval? Still don't trust you. I'd feel better if Ed Santa Maria had been involved. Yes. Think Dave cheated? Well, I don't know. I don't know what goes on. All right. It is the closest without going over. Our first uh we Wait, have... can you change the rules if you want? Yeah, you're running it. Seat? Yeah, I'm gonna do five questions <laughs> and one tiebreaker, because that's what makes sense. All right. All right. Born today is Kevin. Norwood Bacon. He's an American actor well-known for his work in the film and TV industry. One of the most versatile and talented actors of his generation, 
Bacon was named in The Guardian as one of the best actors to have ever received an Oscar nomination. Also a philanthropist, Kevin Bacon is established as a charitable foundation called SixDegrees.org. And that's because you got Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. You can tie any movie and any actor back to having worked with Kevin Bacon. And he and his wife got ripped off by Bernie Madoff. They lost a lot of money. But he still has SixDegrees.org, so he's still giving it away. Eh, probably didn't lose at all. So born today, uh, who's the champion? Is well, it? I am. I destroyed you last week, okay. if you forget. I do forget. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with 1959. All right. Uh, 1959. I'm going to say 1944. I'm going to say 57. 57. And we're going to open up question oh, it's number one. It's like the one. Oscars. Do we have a drum roll? Yeah, we probably got one somewhere. <laughs> And the answer is 1958, giving Ed. Me, no, Ed went over. So it's Barry. But you could change the rules. No, I can't. Yeah, we can each get a point. No, no, he'll, <laughs> he'll stroke out in the airport. <laughs> All right, born today, John D. Rockefeller, widely regarded as the richest person in modern history and the wealthiest American ever. John D. Rockefeller was a business magnate who founded the Standard Oil Company. He was America's first billionaire. He was also defi- he defined the structure of modern philanthropy as the foundations were created by him had a major effect on scientific research, medicine, and education. Uh, so it goes to me. I'm going to say 1801. I'm going to say 1920. I'm going to say 1831. 20 and 1831. All right, opening the thing. They're really closed. Do you lack the strength? (laughs) I lack the strength of character. (laughs) Get this fucking thing open. I can't. Don't ruin it. Uh, 1839 is the correct answer. Putting Ed Sullivan, taking that one. It's one to goose egg. To one. Whew, this is exciting. Yeah. Is it? Uh, born today, Nelson Rockefeller. Oh, God. <laughs> grandson of John D. Rockefeller. They're born on the same day. What are the odds? Uh, Nelson Rockefeller was the U.S. vice president and the New York governor. As an arts connoisseur, he was the president of the Museum of Modern Art. Uh, Barry's up first. 1920. 1920 again. <laughs> All right. 1901. 1901. I'm going to put 1919 down. And I'm going to fumble with the paper once again. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't have any fill whatsoever. Don't talk about it. Uh, 1908, which gives Ed Sullivan another point. Yay. (laughs) All right. You're tasting with. some smoke, you fucking asshole. It's true. Some background music. Born today, Wolfgang Puck is an Austrian-American restaurateur. Puck moved to the U.S. and opened a restaurant named Spago. He then Spago. established... Spago. Ever. He then established himself as a respected restaurateur by opening several other restaurants. He was inducted into the Culinary Hall of Fame. Also an actor, Puck has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wow. <clears throat> and it's... Um, Ed Sullivan. And is Ed Sullivan going first? 1947. 1947. 
1939 for me. We 1920. Need- 1920 for Barry. We need some filler while he struggles. <laughs> now you're talking, Ed Sullivan. Uh, 1940- <laughs> the most entertaining part of the show. <laughs> 1949 gives Ed Sullivan a third point. I'm still at zero. Uh, the last one in the regular round here is Marty Feldman. He's born oh, today. F- funny googly eyes. Yeah. A British actor, comedian, and comedy writer. He was known for his poignant and misaligned eyes. I don't even know who it is. Frankenstein. I'm going to say that he was born in 1947. 51. 1927. All right. It's like I didn't know that I had to go digging through this friggin' All right, it's nineteen thirty-four. That Ed Sullivan's out on that one. Barry's out. I got it with nineteen forty seven. I said nineteen twenty seven. Oh no, yeah. they're right with Dave Rules. You got it. Yeah. You got of it. Course. Four points. Which means you get a big fat zero. I got a zero. Which is the rating I give the show. All right. You know, you were, you were on the show. Yes. And, uh, you had an opportunity to contribute since you knew in advance what the topic was going to be, but you chose not to. Huh. Well, he doesn't know anything about aging cigars. No, I smoke them when I get them. But if you ask him, a, a good host raises those with him. Or something stupid like that. Rising tide raises all ships? Yes. Is that what you were going with? Yes. Huh. Wow. A good host is only as good as his co-hosts. Yeah. All right. Ten things you didn't know about the Cigar Authority. Oh, boy. Dave is a year and a half older than Ed Sullivan. That's true. Are these all true, or do we guess? It should be a game of some sort. <laughs> Part of Barry's uh, investigation business was letting the cable company know when local TV, when local bars ran pay-per-view fights without paying uh, some or all that they owed. Wait a minute. For the you, number of the TVs they had playing in the bar. Barry was a rat? No, I was hired by the cable company. He was which, a rat. Which cable company? Uh, back then it was uh, Cablevision. Oh, my God. They pay well for that? They did. And let me ask you this. Did you happen to have a few drinks while you were there, enjoy the show, and then turn them in? The last place on my list, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then I used this money to buy cigars that I didn't age. Scooter says snitches get stitches. Ed Sullivan got married in a skirt. Uh, Strictly speaking, it wasn't a skirt. It was a kilt. Same thing. All right. And I'm saying that with a guy that competes in the Highland Games who probably could kick my ass. <laughs> probably. <laughs> You're funny. He definitely could kick my ass. <laughs> and then bench press me afterwards. Uh, I got a question for you. you. So you're saying it's being a snitch. Ed when Sullivan a, said that. When a cop well, goes Scooter out. said that. Yeah, when a cop goes out and investigates a crime and he makes the arrest, is the cop the snitch? No, I was invited 
I was hired as a investigator. So no, narc maybe snitch snitch no. Did you have any training or license, or were you just a, no, a snitch li- licensed? All right, uh, Mr. Jonathan is not the only member of the panel to take dance class. Oh, Barry. No, I actually asked him to teach me to dance for my wedding, and we never did it, so it wasn't me. Huh, he would have danced with you. Dave took tap dancing, and to this day (laughs) can still do most of what he learned in his tap dance class. So he didn't learn much. Too bad they don't make tap shoes in uh, 8.5-5E. Wow. Ed Sullivan is the king of mandates. He's been on many. He's been on mandates with Dave, with me, with Tony V. Uh... Everything from comedy shows to seeing Buddy Guy live and in concert. Chef and I have been on mandates, too. And typically, Ed Sullivan buys the tickets, and the other man buys dinner. That's correct. That means you have to put out. No, not if I bought the tickets. No, but if if somebody's buying you dinner, and it's happened four or five times, at that point, you need to put out. He he doesn't repeat mandates very often. Oh, okay. It's like three, four, and then he moves (laughs) on to another man. He's a serial dater. Right. Before I get to that... Point where I'd have to put out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's when you tap in Jonathan, you know, stunt dick. <laughs> Whiskey Miser says tap more like thump. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I often antagonize Dave in real life, so he bitches about it on the show. I do it on purpose. Hiding and stealing the cookies, for example. Uh, and one that backfired was Dave asking me to grind a pound of coffee once. Uh, in our, we have an industrial grinder in the basement, and I didn't want to pull the grinder out, so I just gave away the bag of coffee. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it was deliberate, but it never made it on the show. I did it on purpose to piss him off, and he never brought it up on the show. Uh, something you may not know is Mickey Pegg was all in to spill the beans on what it cost to start a cigar company. Ten minutes before the show started, he got a phone call from a mysterious person, and the rest is a show you don't need to watch. People are saying this one should be deleted. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Dave will not travel to a second or third world country without orange cheese crackers filled with (laughs) peanut butter. That's true. He knows that he would rather starve than eat most of what is served at restaurants in these countries, so he brings and rations his cheesy cracker snacks to last the whole trip. Did he share any with you in Cuba or no? No. Uh, And this week I have a new hair removal story. Really? Well, since I'm not going to go back and use Nair, and I'm certainly not going to try that manly <laughs> product that you put up there. Uh, you want me to put it up there? I again? enlisted the efforts of my girlfriend, uh, Kylie, and together we waxed the back area, which is now hair-free. And Yes, he just shared with us he waxed his crack. Mm. Balloon knot. Balloon knot. I don't know. The butt plug, I thought was good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Final thoughts on our HVC Black Friday 2021. We did it. We made it to the hour and 50-minute mark. That's the benchmark. We're okay. My record is safe. So are we going to just keep building till we can get to that two-hour? Well, we're not done yet. We still have final thoughts, and we got the final read here. So we might make it another minute. I appreciate the effort you put into this, and I appreciate you sharing one with me. Um, but it just changed the flavor way too much for me. So that's it. that brings us to the point of when someone does take the time to age their cigar and they're willing to share it with you, 
really what you want to do is be as complimentary as possible for that cigar because Barry, of Barry's the labor afraid, of love that it is. Barry's afraid you'll give him another one. To do yes. the aging. And let's face it, Barry has never met a free cigar that he didn't like. Listen, here's some He's info. digging right now to break my balls, and I get it. It's good for the show. No, but like, uh, after the show, I'm, usually I'll take the cigar to go home with. I'm going to put it down. It just well, it didn't do it for me. Here's some advice for you. If your significant other makes you dinner and it's not good, yes. don't tell them it's good. You'll be eating that every week. Mm-hmm. But you can put it nicely. I usually say to my wife, well, for the amount of effort this took, it's probably not worth it. But you're not shitting on it. Right. You wouldn't shit on the meal and say, this was the worst meal you've ever made. No. That's a good way of putting it for the effort. It's not being appreciative of you handing me one of those. It's not shitting on it. It just didn't do it for me. It's called honesty. See, maybe you should say, yeah, Barry, I appreciate your honesty. I don't. Uh, don't you two see that you're in love with each other? All right. <laughs> Next week, we're getting the whole band back together. Dave is back from the PCA trade show. What did he buy? How long did it take him to use his one long shot? What was it? It's probably used it already. Are you not playing the bumper music on purpose, Ed? Oh, I thought there was more. No. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're not done. I'm wrapping this shit up. Is that what you're doing? I'm wrapping it up. All right, let me get that. Does he have any dirt that he can share about who bought whom? All this and more. We'll smoke cigars that he brings back, hopefully, and we're going to get all the gossip. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network, and you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. And if you listen to the whole show, you need to get out more often. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.